Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Lee Snyder of numberball.com here on the Mayo Media Network to talk Champions League soccer as usual. So the Champions League competition is coming to a close. We have two more semifinal matches this week, and then the two teams that are be pl- that will be playing to be crowned the best team in the world for this season uh, will be known after the second match on Wednesday afternoon. But I am here to talk about the Tuesday match, which is the match that uh, is more prominent in the eyes of the public in the match that I am certainly more excited about watching. And it is, of course, Manchester City hosting PSG. So a few things to keep in mind here about the match before we get into those picks and bets. These teams did play last week, and Manchester City came out on top 2-1. So we have to keep that aggregate scoreline in mind heading into this match and think about how that's going to affect tactics from each team uh, and the overall match flow. So obviously with PSG trailing here on the aggregate scoreline 2-1, they are the team that needs to be more aggressive. They are the team that does need to score. However, because of the away goal rule, just one goal will not be enough for PSG. If you're not familiar with the away goal rule, the easiest way to explain it is that away goals actually carry more weight than goals scored at home. So Manchester City on the road got two goals last week. That means even if PSG were to win this match 1-0, they would only have one goal. And even though the aggregate scoreline would be tied 2-2, Manchester City would advance thanks to the away goal rule. Not a rule I'm a fan of, uh, not a rule that many people are a fan of, and I think this is changing uh, in seasons to come, so I've heard. But for now, the away goal rule is in effect. And practically speaking, for DFS, for betting, what you need to know here is that PSG needs to score at least two goals, regardless of whether Manchester City score or not. So, Uh, For all intents and purposes, that means PSG need to be quite aggressive in this match. They need to come out and get a couple of goals before this match is over. So they don't have the luxury of sitting back and playing on the counter as they might prefer to do. Uh, They will have to be in the front foot here and will have to play a little more aggressively. Um, The other piece of news and notes that I did want to touch on is that Kylan Mbappe is questionable for this match with a muscle injury, has apparently not been in training yet. He did travel with the team. Um, Based on the news that I have read thus far, I would not expect Mbappe to start. And even if he does, uh, it's a muscle injury, which is very concerning. I would be worried about whether he goes 90 minutes and whether he re-aggravates that injury. So he is a player... Uh, that I likely will be avoiding. Of course, you may be able to get him at somewhat lower ownership uh, in GPPs if he does start due to these concerns, but just something to keep in mind. All right, let's go ahead and talk about some specific DK plays here. Um, And there's two at the top of the salary pool here who are obvious choices to me. So, The first one is going to be Neymar at 10.8K for PSG. Um, Especially in a match where Mbappe potentially does not play, 
Neymar is going to be asked to carry this PSG team on his shoulders. And we know they're down uh, 2-1 and need at least two goals in this match to have a shot at advancing. So Neymar is going to have to play quite aggressively here. He's going to have to facilitate all of the PSG offense. And that's what he does. He's their primary creator. He's taking a large share of set pieces. And if PSG do score in this match, it is very, very likely that Neymar is going to be involved in that goal, whether it's scoring it or assisting. Um, You know, besides Neymar being a world-class talent, he's an incredible DFS play thanks to his combination of floor and upside. Uh, He shoots the ball plenty. He sends in plenty of crosses, creates chances. And in six of eight of his UCL matches this season, he's drawn five or more fouls. So that's giving him a floor of five points from fouls drawn alone. Neymar, a no-brainer in a match where PSG really need to rely on his talent. Just below him at 10.6K is the easiest play in all of DFS. It is Kevin De Bruyne. This guy puts up 15-point DK games in his sleep. And if he adds in a goal, he's easily going over 20 points. Um, I'm not concerned whatsoever by the fact that Manchester City have the aggregate lead in this tie. KDB is going to play a full 90 minutes to close out this tie for Manchester City. And it's not as if Manchester City are going to sit back and play defense against anyone. I still fully expect them to have the majority of the ball in this game and KDB will get plenty of chances as much like Neymar, he is City's uh, primary creative outlet uh, and he's taking uh, 50% more or more of their set pieces as usual. Um, Super high floor and has that goal or assist upside much like Neymar. So Neymar and KDB for me are two easy shoe-ins on this slate. Now, once we get beyond Neymar and KDB, who are the obvious high floor plus high upside plays, there are a lot of ways to go. But just under Neymar and KDB are two players I really like. And the first one is Riyad Mahrez at 9K. So um, Mahrez did have a goal in the reverse fixture. Um, Mares is like a KDB light. He's taking um, a bunch of set pieces, uh, basically a split with KDB. Um, but he also has a high floor thanks to his ability to draw fouls and shoot. Um, Mares is also very dangerous on the counter. And as I mentioned, I think although City um, do not need to be aggressive in this match, they certainly could have some opportunities on the counterattack here as PSG plays a little bit more aggressively. So I love everything that Mahrez brings to the table. He's been playing very well of late, um, has a high floor, and I think he has a really good chance to do damage to PSG on the counterattack here. Okay, right under him is Angel Di Maria at 8.8K for PSG. Um, It's very close between him and Mahrez if you're unable to roster both of them. But what I like about Di Maria is he is another high floor play. He's effectively splitting set pieces with um, Neymar here. And with Mbappe potentially missing this match, it's going to um, it's going to be necessary for Di Maria to 
to step up and shoulder a greater offensive burden here, which he is certainly capable of doing. Um, honestly, he's another world-class player. You know, not someone you're considering in the top 10 or 20 necessarily, but a very talented player, um, especially when he's called upon to do more offensively. Um, if I had to pick one between Mares and Di Maria, um, I think Di Maria does have a slightly safer floor in a match where PSG are playing from behind and he loves to cross. But um, I think optimally speaking, it's probably Mares for me just because I do think he can be very dangerous on the counter in this match. All right, so I know I've kind of given you um, four plays that are all at the top end of the salary range, but that's really where most of the DFS goodness is on this slate. Um, beyond rostering those players I mentioned, um, it's more so what fits and what roster construction works for you. Um, just to mention a few other plays running through the salary list, you know, Bernardo Silva did start and play as the false nine for Manchester City. Um, he could easily come up with a goal and only at only 7.2K, that's a solid value. Uh, much the same, Icardi could start for PSG here if Mbappe is out. He's a highly goal-dependent player, excuse me, but at only 6.2K, um, a very reasonable price for a player who has a decent chance to score in this match. Um, Moving on down, I think Marco Verratti uh, is probably one of the better value plays in terms of the floor he brings at a price tag of 5.4K. Um, we could even see him move up slightly in PSG's formation if Mbappe misses out in this match. So that would be a slight potential boost for Verratti, depending on the lineup that we see from PSG. Outside... Uh, of those plays mentioned, once we get under 5.4K, um, there's not a lot that stands out. Um, I think Florenze, the PSG fullback, could be called upon to cross quite a bit here. So at 4K, not a bad option. Uh, you have 3.8K Rodrigo, who will start in the Manchester City midfield. Um, decent floor for his price tag. And then finally at 3.4K, Ruben Diaz will be a center back starter for Manchester City. And he should, be, uh, he should be making plenty of tackles and interceptions in this game and has a decent shot at a clean sheet. So I don't mind Ruben Diaz at 3.4K uh, as another value play just to fill out uh, your roster for this match. Uh, one player I did skip over was Ederson, the Manchester City goalkeeper. Um, this tends to be a perfect storm for uh, favored goalkeepers in second leg ties because what you have is a situation where PSG will likely end up forcing a bunch of shots if they are trailing late into this match. And that creates a ton of save opportunities for the opposing keeper. So I do think Ederson could be a really nice uh, GPP play here due to his combination of save upside and the potential to get a win in a clean sheet as well. Um, also, don't think it would be crazy to use him in cash if you did find yourself um, in the 7K range. Um, you know, you'd be looking at rostering a player like Ederson versus Bernardo Silva or Gundogan at 6.6K. Don't think there's anything wrong at all with uh, rostering Ederson over either one of them. 
uh, given the expected match flow here. All right, that is going to do it for the DFS analysis, guys. Um, let's talk about a couple bets here, though. As I mentioned, um, second leg ties, things can be quite unpredictable given the aggregate scoreline that we're coming in on and then the fact that each subsequent goal can really change the tactics for each team. But I do think there are a couple things that we can sort of rely on or expect here. The first is that we know PSG are trailing and need to score at least two goals. So I like PSG over 10.5 shots at minus 118 currently on DK Sportsbook. Uh, just for reference, PSG did put up 10 shots in the reverse fixture last week, and those 10 shots came in a game where PSG um, largely did not have the ball in the second half while Manchester City dominated. So I think we could easily see, and I would expect PSG to uh, have at least 11 shots in this game. So I like that bet. The second bet... Um, you know, I do like Manchester City straight up here, but at minus 150 or minus 160, you're not getting great equity there. Instead, I would be interested in Manchester City to win the nil, meaning to win in a shutout at plus 225 currently on DK Sportsbook. Again, this is a road match for PSG against the, you know, the world's best defense, I would argue. Um, and they could be missing their, uh, you know, their best or second best, depending on what you think of Neymar and Mbappe. But uh, one of their best attackers in Mbappe um, in this match, which certainly hampers them um, when they're needing goals. So I do like Manchester City to win the nil at plus 225. Their defense is just so solid and reliable. And PSG have to come on the road here. Um, knowing they need to score goals in, in sort of a desperate state and potentially without one of the world's best attackers than Mbappe. So I do like Manchester City to win the nil here. All right, guys, that is going to do it for the preview. Hope you enjoyed and found it helpful. I went a little bit longer than usual, but uh, hopefully the added context here regarding the match will help you guys win some money. Until next time, I'm Lee Snyder. Good luck out there.